Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. This week we conclude Keep Sweet. Pray and obey. I just want to be done with this, so check the show notes for socials. <laughs> Not our social security numbers. No, 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 no. I don't have any money for you, so. Yeah, I got a pretty shit credit score, so <laughs> good luck with that. Got it up high enough to get the house after that. You don't really give a shit. So last episode, we covered a quick rundown of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or FLDS. It's quite a mouthful. Oh, God. And the rise of Warren Jeffs as their prophet. This week is when it all falls apart. Somewhat. Short Creek, November 2005. Crick. Crick. Elisa was Rebecca's sister, right? Yes. Okay. She got married to her husband at 14, the same time Ruby did. There's so many women and girls, it's hard to like... And he's her first cousin, and he already gave her the creeps. It's not even her first cousin. I read somewhere that I think it was like her half-brother. Ugh! Her stepbrother. It was more than just cousins. Yeah, well, I just... I was like noticing that she said that like he gave her the willies. Yes. These families are all, like, connected. There's something that's not talked about in this series is the families are so connected. There's some birth defects. Fair warning, I'm not a scientist. (laughs) I tried to have this discussion with my kid. First, we started talking about, like, rabbits, and then, like, somehow it became people. (laughs) So, fumaros deficiency or fumaric aciduria is a super rare recessive metabolic disorder that only 13 cases were known worldwide. Until the FLDS. Worldwide in 1990. Until a cluster of 20 cases. Oh my god. Which is more than worldwide. (laughs) Were found from a group of 10,000 fundamentalist members who 85 of them could be tied as blood relatives between two guys. John Y. Barlow and Joseph Smith Jessup. Stop fucking your cousins. That Jessup name sounds real familiar. It's, well, and Barlow. Oh, yeah. 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 So it can result in severe intellectual. Ironic. Severe intellectual disabilities, unusual facial features, brain malformations, and epileptic seizures. Sounds like quite a birth defect. But I just thought it was funny, like 13 worldwide, but then in this small group of people, 20 of them have it. Stop fucking your relatives. <laughs> like, oh there's a whole fucking world of fish in the ocean. Like, well, and I'm sure these kids are getting great medical help. Um, Elisa, yeah, anyway, Elisa's married to a dude older than herself and, of course, is miserable. She'd gone to war in a bunch to complain because her husband's abusing her. But women don't have an opinion. She... Yeah, he just told her to submit to her husband. Just like, what the fuck? She eventually learned to drive and was working at a restaurant run by the FLDS, so she's getting more independence. One day, she gets a flat tire and is helped by another member of the community named Lamont. A lot of bad names. Dude, when you have that many kids, you gotta come up with some weird shit. Yeah. Like, you run out of names. Like this Which I didn't think was possible. I had a good sandwich last week. This one's oh. named LaCroix. 
I do like that bubbly water. (laughs) They begin their friendship, which soon blossoms into love. The gall of this bitch. (laughs) Falling in love with someone instead of respecting her husband that beats and rapes her. She's disgusting. Uh, Eventually it comes to light because, of course, it would when you have everyone spying on each other and tattling. So she and Lamont just take off together and resettle in a community of former members. Yeah, which, I mean, why the fuck not? Like, yeah, she was getting blamed for, like, the failure of her marriage. Yeah, and they're just, like, basically, like, you did your job, son. Like, she was a bad seed to the start. You used the back of your hand, right, son? <laughs> so her sister Rebecca wants to take down Warren Jeffs, and she knows the best way to do that is to get in touch with Elise. Uh, I want to say Alyssa. Elisa, because she knows her sister was forced into marriage at 14 to an older dude. And that's illegal. Convinces her to go to the authorities. And the whole thing is Rebecca and Elisa have two younger sisters in the church, and they don't want them to go through what they went through. All of this, this whole downfall was just to protect two little girls. And they end up charging Warren Jeffs with two counts of an accessory to rape in Utah. But of course, he knew something like this was coming down the pipe, so he's already on the lam. I love what he was doing while he was on the run. However, this seems like an interesting case for the FBI. So on May 6, 2006, he was added as number 482 on the FBI's most wanted list. Which just put me on a whole trail of distraction reading about the most wanted list. Oh, I love it. The, the shortest one was two hours. A guy was captured. <laughs> that one made me laugh. Like, do you even have flyers printed up at that point? You do not. That's insane. Oh, two hours? You haven't even had a chance to go to the post office. I think 30% of the people that have been turned in were from the public. Oh, the two-hour one, I think he, like, heard about it and we just turned himself bitches. in. We are nosy bitches. Yeah. The two-hour one, he heard about it and just turned himself in. I thought that was funny. Uh, he, I'm, I'm on the FBI's most wanted list. Uh, and then I also didn't know, I'm like... Ner- I'm number 35. They could just take people off the list. Yeah, they don't even have to find I, them. Yeah, they just take them off the that. list, like, randomly. Like, that's so weird. Yeah, like... Like, you should have to... It, it's, it's a list for a reason, sir. <laughs> like, you keep them on there yeah, until we'll they're found. Yeah, we haven't found them yet. Yeah, or they'll be like, uh, we think he might be dead. Like, I can understand if it's been 50 years. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, Warren was just fucking living it up. He was going to Mardi Gras, hanging out at Disney World, and going to strip clubs and football games. And watching porn in his hotel rooms with his wives. <laughs> like, Meanwhile, the people in this community are being told the government is out to get the profit and it's all lies and you need to open up your donations to the church so we can keep them safe. While he's on the run, he's getting over a million dollars sent to him a month. Which, like, how do you even, like... Spend that. Yeah, like, I mean, what the... F- how many wives did he have with him? Because... Just his favorite. He only had one wife with him? I think it was just the one. Really? God, those others must have felt like shit. (laughs) Until Seth, this is the bad name, Seth Jeffs. (laughs) I mean, they're all bad names. Seth Jeffs, though, that's... Leroy. If I have to stop, like, how do I pronounce this? Oh, wait, no, sorry. It's Leroy. Lamont. (laughs) 
Seth Jeffs, a brother of Warren, is arrested in Colorado for aiding and abetting a federal fugitive because it was obvious he had been helping his brother. During a routine traffic stop, he was found with almost $150,000 of cash and prepaid debit cards. He would later be sentenced to three years probation and a $2,500 fine. Oh, can you just take some out of the uh, evidence locker? that's not enough. Can they do that? Do they just take the money out of the evidence locker? Like, oh, just go ahead and just take some of that. They do whatever they want. And then the truly scary shit starts happening. Moms are going in to wake their kids up in the mornings. And their kids, and the kids are, are fucking are gone. gone. Dude, I remember one time waking up and I couldn't find my youngest in her crib. And I like panicked and like started freaking out. And it turned out that like the older one had like taken her out <laughs> and like moved her somewhere but it was the scariest like five seconds of my life i couldn't imagine like waking up and someone being like they're in a better place that happened to me the youngest one that was a few months ago i went in his room and he wasn't in there and i was freaking out and he, he had just gone under his bed and fell asleep <laughs> playing with toys i just like you asshole I just couldn't imagine, like, my husband being like, it's okay, honey. Yeah, and the husbands are like, oh, In it's a better fine. place. Yeah. Never you mind. Yeah. Why are you even talking to me? Shut your mouth, bitch. <laughs> it's not your night. Yeah. Although, now that I think about it, like, if he had 65 wives, does that mean that they only really had to have sex with him? Or, you know, be raped by him? Um, like, once every two months? Well, it wasn't like a list. It was really, if you were more of his favorite... It's not a set schedule between I mean, them. I wouldn't really be a favorite. That's oh, yeah. unfair, okay? <laughs> Everyone knows that you go in order of appearance. No. Not this guy. It's a line. Oh, he goes by appearances, yes. Gross. Few purdy. I'm not, so. <laughs> Bottom of the rung. I'm too sassy. So, yeah, um, Warren wants the younger kids to grow up in Zion Ranch. They have too much freedom with their parents. And he's literally just, like, shaping his future wives and, like, yeah, grooming them. And you're not going to be able to take a child away from their mother easily, so the dads would just sneak them off in the middle of the night. Like, he wants his claws into these kids as soon as he can, without any influence from their parents. He hasn't been fully in charge for very long, so he can't, like, take absolute control of adult because they know how things used to be. But, like, a kid, he can easily mold them. Right, because they only really know him. Kids are dumb. True story. (laughs) So Warren isn't on the FBI's most wanted list for very long because on August 28, 2006, at around 9 p.m. outside of Las Vegas strippers he is pulled over because his temporary license plate on his 2007 cadillac escalade were not visible it's always stupid shit that takes these people down one of his wives naomi and his brother isaac were with him along with i like this list and i did find pictures four computers 16 cell phones disguises including three wigs and 12 pairs of sunglasses and more than fifty-five thousand dollars in cash the picture i found was very grainy but it was definitely women's wigs <laughs> so i'm really hoping he used them <laughs> oh 
how far uh, the mighty have fallen. They also found a shirty bought from a porn store that says one size fits all. I, I want that shirt. saw the picture of him wearing that. Yeah, they showed oh, him this. Oh my God. He got that at a porno store. I love it. <laughs> of course, this child molester is like a total fucking like weird sex pervert. And then I think there was also like two boxes for iPods, it looked like, which I would love to know his playlist. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to the article that has the pictures. It's incredible. The last episode of this is where it really gets rough with trials. It is dark. There's some audio. And can I say I was jealous that he was extradited to Utah by helicopter? I want to go in a helicopter. I want to go in a helicopter. Man. When we were on our way to pick up the youngest at camp or whatever like in the middle of fucking nowhere there was like a building like a nice ass building just literally middle of nowhere with a swanky ass helipad and helicopter just like right out front and my kids like why would they have a helicopter like right there like because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) like how are they gonna get anywhere atv all-terrain vehicle baby the people of Utah paid for this guy to get a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He's probably been on a helicopter. <laughs> he was so, getting a million dollars. His first trial began in on September 11th, 2007 in St. George, Utah, where he's being charged with the two counts of rape as an accomplice. And listening to that defense team try to t- tear down... Alyssa was like fucking rough. It was just like, it wasn't rape. Like, what are you talking about? This 14 year old wanted to have sex with her older husband because she could use it as a way to get what she wanted. Like, that's literally how they framed this. I'm like, uh, no, that's definitely. 14 year olds are pretty dumb. <laughs> They're real dumb. It's not like she's like, yeah, I'll have sex with this guy and get some weed and alcohol. Like, no. Not what happened. Nobody gets married to get what they want. Women have no fucking say in this cold. Um, September 25th, Warren is found guilty on both counts and sentenced to 10 years to life. But don't get too happy because in July 2010, the Utah Supreme Court reverses the convictions and orders a new trial because the trial judge should have told the jury that Jeffs could not be convicted unless he intended for Alyssa's husband to engage in non-consexual sex with her. She's a child. Dude. All sex is non-consensual. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, why else would you marry them if you didn't think he was going to have sex with her? I just... But again, at 14, unless you're having sex with another 14-year-old... It's not consensual, like, ever. It's not okay, like, fucking ever. It's gross, and you should be ashamed of yourself for wanting to have sex with a 14-year-old. It's Utah. Utah's crazy. (laughs) But we live in Texas, and Texas is crazy, and even we are just like, that's wrong. In April 2008, acting on a tip from an underage girl who called in complaining about physical and sexual abuse at the Zion Ranch... Texas Child Protective Services and the Department of Public Safety officers entered the ranch to serve search warrants and to interview underage girls. They were super shocked to see several pregnant 
underage girls, which, yeah, that's always creepy yeah. to see, like, a pregnant 16-year-old. When there's, like, a daycare in the high school. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oof. I remember middle school, a girl being pregnant, and it was like, ugh, that's weird. That's creepy. 9-11 just happened. Why are you getting pregnant? <laughs> We're in mourning. <laughs> you don't have sex during mourning. <laughs> uh, I was still, like, sitting on my little... <laughs> I was still like, (laughs) I was still enjoying my inflatable furniture. (laughs) Like I wasn't thinking about getting fucking knocked up. Your weird like girl talk journal, whatever that thing was. My Spice Girls CD. Oh God. I'm going to get a blowout couch. It lasts three days. My cheeks. With your children. (laughs) Day and a half. Uh, Authorities would remove 533 women and children from the ranch because close to the mother, close to a hundred of the mothers went with them, which I don't think I really knew about. No, I didn't either. I thought it was just the children. Because they really used the media to frame it as a story of the children being ripped away. I mean, though, like when I was watching it, I was just like, okay. I mean, because let's be clear, like in most cases, CPS doesn't really want to take your kids. Like they they get a lot on their hands. They don't really do. So, like, if they take the kids, it's probably a good reason. Like. Probably but just I just like, like how they're like, they're, our kids are being taken away. And it's like, okay, where are your sons? Oh, you kicked them out? Okay. You're so worried about your children. Your kid's 16 and she's knocked up. Like, let's just... 16's generous, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, your kid's 16. She has three children and a fourth <laughs> on the way. So, yeah, I don't think the police had any idea how many fucking kids were living here. Um, so, where did And this... I remember seeing, like, news footage of, like, all these kids the just... buses. Yeah, it was, like, buses and buses of fucking children. Like, just so many goddamn kids. Which is how you know it's serious, because CPS does not want to have to house that many children. No. They literally had them, like, in some kind of, like, um, almost like a stadium relief types. Yeah, it was like, like Katrina. Yeah, exactly. Like, they had them all, like, on cots. Like, that is not a situation they wanted to go into. So, where did this tip come from? Uh, Rosita of Colorado Springs called in pretending to be Sarah, an underage girl on the ranch that was being beaten and raped by her 15-year-old husband and his other wives that tried to poison her? <laughs> that part I didn't understand. In they real life... Jealous. In real life, Rosita was 33, unmarried, and childless, and had no connection to the FLDS. They have no idea why she did this. I mean, trying to make some some ground, like, you know, just get some shit moving. And even though the tip was a hoax, it didn't lead to them finding cases of abuse. A report later came out that stated 12 girls were spiritually married at ages ranging from 12 to 15, and seven of those girls had one or more children. Ugh. They are children. The 12 confirmed victims of sexual abuse were among 43 girls removed from the range of ages 12 to 17, meaning that more than one out of every four pubescent girls on the ranch was in an underage marriage. That's too many. (laughs) 
So this focus on girls being abused, like, it's weird because they don't talk about sex abuse against the boys, which, as I said, they kind of discussed in the Evil Lives Here episode. Like, not to mention, they don't really talk about the child labor. Yeah, they barely brushed on that about, you know, when um, the investigative reporter was talking about, you know, them being, like, the leading source of, like, human trafficking because they were basically taking boys. The kids are working on construction sites and operating machinery. Yeah, they were literally, like, making most of their money off of, you know, these construction companies that they were running with free labor yeah from like these boys and And basically like if you could work hard you got to stay what happens if one of the kids gets hurt you can't imagine they take them to the hospital no they just die (laughs) so i'm just like why don't we focus on that also it's just the abuse to the girls yes that's bad but they're not the only ones suffering um, and yeah, I feel like they could have covered more. The state was obviously overwhelmed by the amount of kids and wanted to wash their hands of it like as yeah, they quickly just as gave they could. them back. And then you realize who the attorney general of Texas was at this time? Any guesses? Mm. That's right, Greg Abbott. Oh God. <laughs> the worst governor we've had, which is saying a lot because we also had a future war criminal, <laughs> Bush. Uh, yeah, the Attorney General of Texas at this time was Greg Abbott. More fact. Um, I think at one point the U.S. fined the cult close to $2 million for labor violations. But don't worry, they only had to pay 200000 Jesus Christ. So slap on the wrist. They're making more than that a fucking day. <laughs> they searched the temple for evidence, and that place is fucking creepy. The murals look like paint by numbers, so not good. <laughs> that fucking white room. Yeah, they get to this giant room that is just blinding white. Um, it looks like some kind of fucking like weird, like sterile server room type situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we don't even have electricity in this room. It's just so bright. The lights coming from that. Uh, there's a tiny room off to the side that holds what is basically Warren's rape room with just lacy curtains <laughs> covering it. The table. It was like a it was like a sacrificial like yeah. table. Ugh. So I hate this part so much. According to Warren's journals, the bed had to be made of hardwood, sturdy so it wouldn't rattle. Long enough to support his tall frame and equipped with padded size that he could pull up to hold him in place, quote, as the Lord does his work with me. Oh my god. But wait, it gets even fucking worse. Quote, it will be covered with a sheet, but it will have a plastic cover to protect the mattress from what will happen on it. We were supposed to cover a fun documentary this week. Why did we do this? Because I'm a terrible person. (laughs) And I said it was good. And then I saw the last episode. (laughs) And you warned me. I did. I said the last one's rough. Um, They broke into a giant safe and recovered documents and recordings and pictures proving the abuse 
including audio recordings of rapes. I didn't want to hear his dirty talk or his sex moans. Did we need that? No, we didn't. Especially when we find out it's like with a 12-year-old girl. Well, yeah, you warned me that the last episode was bad. You didn't say I'd have to listen to his sex moans. I I tried to block them out and not think about it. So it was like a bit of like amnesia after it happened. (laughs) I was just like, I was like, man, that's rough. He's like, you know, raping a (laughs) 12-year-old. So Texas definitely has enough to put this dude away for life, which they do when he's found guilty of raping a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. I have a 12-year-old. Like, that is fucking gross. Like... She is a child. <laughs> a stupid child, too. Like, she's... I so hope, a child. <laughs> I hope she doesn't, like, secretly listen to this. <laughs> I mean, I love her to death. She's a very smart kid, but she's also 12. Like, they're not ready for sex. For good reason. They had found evidence that he had performed 67 marriages where the wife, quote, was underage. That's not a wife. No, it's a fucking child. He himself had 78 wives, 24 of them underage. It's like one in third. (laughs) Gross. Uh, He will be eligible for parole on July 22nd, 2038, but I have a feeling that will not be granted, ever. And he's been nothing but dramatic in prison. In 2007, he tried to hang himself. He's engaged in several lengthy hunger strikes, quote, for spiritual reasons. You're a drama bitch. Once he was placed in a medically induced coma for excessive fasting. Another time he was in an Arizona jail because they were going to charge him with crimes, but they ended up dropping those when they realized, like, Texas had him. Oh, yeah. Texas is real serious about, like, our prison sentences. Not going to waste money on him. And there he had to be force-fed. You're so dramatic. He wrote a book called Jesus Christ's Message to All Nations. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ's Message to All Nations. (laughs) <laughs> and he predicted the world would end before 2013. And I don't know if you've looked at a calendar lately. <laughs> We're still going strong. It's 2022. He is still in charge of the cult because there are still members who believe he is the prophet. Of course. But what happened to the last prophet? <laughs> he died. So what do you think is going to happen with this one? <sighs> he was not the only one that went down. On November 5th, 2009, I hate this county, Schleicher, it's German. Of course it is. I think it's Schleicher. Texas found, Texas jury found Raymond Merrill Jessup, 38, guilty of sexual assault of a child. Uh, According to evidence admitted at trial, he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old girl who he had been spiritually married when the girl was 15. The same jury sentenced him to 10 years in prison and a fine of 8000 so cheap to rape a child. 8000 December 18, 2009, Schlecker County, Texas jury found Alan Keat guilty of sexual assault of a child. He fathered a child with a 15-year-old girl. Ugh. 
According to documents admitted at trial, he stated he had given three of his own daughters away in spiritual or celestial marriages, two of them at 15 and one at 14 to older men. The youngest of these three went to Warren Jeffs. He was sentenced to 33 years in prison, so he got slapped pretty well. Uh, January 22, 2010, Michael George E. Mack pled no contest to sexual assault charges and was sentenced to seven years in prison. He married a 16-year-old girl at Zion Ranch on August 5, 2004. She gave birth to a son less than a year later. Jesus. Uh, last one. March 17, 2010, a Tom Green County, Texas jury found Merrill Leroy Jessup guilty of sexual assault of a child after deliberating only one hour that's basically just filling out paperwork yeah they just went back and they were like we're in a grants right uh evidence admitted at the criminal trial proved beyond a reasonable doubt that Merrill leroy jessup 35 sexually assaulted a 15 year old girl while living at the flds ranch in schleichter county texas he was sentenced to 75 years and a he ten thousand dollar be fine. her fucking father like mm-hmm So if you Google Zion Ranch, you will see it is permanently closed and holds a 1.8 star Google rating. (laughs) How does it even have a one star rating? Uh, In 2012, the property was appraised for close to 20 million. And on April 17, 2014, the state of Texas took took physical possession of the property. They had it for a while, but there were still people who like didn't want to leave. So they had to like kick them off. In 2019, ETG Properties LLC, a Dallas area company, bought it for like four million dollars. So that's a good deal. <laughs> it is quite a deal. <laughs> to use as a military and law enforcement training base, like we don't have enough of those in Texas. And I believe they renamed it ETG Ranch. So very creative. So that's it. We're done. Thank God. <laughs> Next week, we are covering the Gladbeck hostage crisis documentary on Netflix. It was released the same day as this one. Which, that was the one I was more excited about because I knew this was going to be sad. <laughs> the other one... It's, it's hard to call it a funny one because, like, <laughs> you know, people do die. But it's a funny one because, like, Children what are the being fuck? Raped. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it in terms of, like, a scale, <laughs> like. I heard Donut King on Hulu might be fun, so maybe. Oh, that does sound good. I do love me some donuts. He had it all and <laughs> fucked it all away. Did he fuck the donuts? No, I think he got involved with a sex worker and his wife left him and he got Gambling addiction and drugs, baby. I don't remember. Oh. God damn it. (sighs) So, yeah, next week. We'll be back next week. (laughs) We're going to Germany. Woo! I'm going to love hearing you pronounce all the words. West (laughs) Germany. Bye. Yes, thank you for listening. We'll be back. Bye. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Thank you for listening to Talk To Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. 
For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at doctomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at doctomepod and find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you.